Welcome to the Orton Gillingham Podcast, a Brainspring production. Today, we'll hear from special guest Trevor Thomas, superintendent for Heath City Schools in Heath, Ohio, and the superintendent representative on the Ohio Dyslexia Committee about how he and his team have worked to advance student literacy at all levels. Then, we'll introduce our student of the month for December 2023. Keep listening. Hello. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Katie. (laughs) Everyone. The two of us at the table. Uh, How's it going? Good. So I was going to ask what's new. (gasps) Well. Well, there's nothing new quite yet, but what's going on? But, you know, my daughter Mamie is going to have a baby any second now. (laughs) She's, well, I shouldn't say that. She's due. She was due yesterday. So, but she's not really in labor or anything right now. But it's very exciting. So I'm waiting for a call any second. To say, get in the car and get over here. That's so exciting. <gasps> That's super exciting. Okay. And my other little babies, my twin babies from Denmark are coming in a week. A week and a couple days. So exciting. So I'm going to have all kinds of babies pretty soon. I know. I'm... You'll have to invite me over because I, oh, I like will. my baby fix. Oh. I got one last week and it was glorious. Oh, yeah. I laid on so. the couch with a baby on my chest. Oh. Snuggled her. I know. I'm so excited for these babies to get here. All of, all three of them. Um, so, yeah. So that's all that's new with me. What about you? Absolutely nothing. Oh, well, that's good sometimes. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the podcast. <laughs> let's just talk about this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so actually today we're going to continue our series of voices from the IDA. So just as a reminder to our listeners that Esther and I and a bunch of us attended the IDA conference back in October And we had the opportunity to sit down and chat with a lot of interesting people. Mm -hmm. Um, And each of them are dedicated to improving literacy. Mm -hmm. So each episode of the series, we're highlighting one of those individuals Mm -hmm. and um, feature a portion of the conversation that we had with them. Yeah. So that was fun to do. Um, Today we're going to, as Brendan said, we're going to talk to Trevor Thomas, um, who, again, is a superintendent. Um, for Heath City Schools in in Heath, Ohio, and also the superintendent representative on the Ohio Dyslexia Committee. And he came in to talk about um, how he ended up in that position and talked a little bit about his team and um, and the importance of really understanding um, what dyslexia is and how to teach kids with it. He, he um, you'll hear him talk about how he went through training himself to learn about dyslexia because he really didn't know much about it before he got into this um, position. So um, talks about the importance of, of administrators taking training to, to understand how to teach kids who have mm-hmm. dyslexia. And, that, and we say that all the time, don't we? Right. We love it when administrators are in our, our trainings. We and love it because that it just makes the team all on the same page. Right. Yep. And, and think about the impact that that person can have and when they have that knowledge because of the position that they're in yes so yes so is exactly why he's making things happen that's right right. and we'll talk after we'll talk a little bit about um uh, kind of respond a little bit to what he said we're going to play play his um his interview now and we'll we'll get back after and talk about it okay so um how would you like to introduce yourself? We're here with a, a very important person at the IDA conference, um, and your name is Trevor. 
My name is Trevor. I am the superintendent for Heath City Schools in Heath, Ohio. Uh, I also serve as the superintendent uh, representative on the Ohio Dyslexia Committee. All right, great. I'm so glad that you're here and agreed to, to come and talk to us. So the theme of this conference is, um, you know, until everyone can read, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we just would like to know, how do you see yourself contributing to that? How do you fit into that theme? Uh, it's kind of interesting because I, I don't know that I... Uh, set out in my educational journey ever thinking I would have uh, direct um, involvement in the reading area, uh, but um, I'm blessed to work with some amazing uh, literacy leaders in my district, mm -hmm. and so uh, I've been in my position for, this is my 11th year, okay. and when I was hired in this position, I hired an assistant superintendent, unbeknownst to me, who was dyslexic. Ah. So, she has had a passion uh, for this work forever, and uh, she kind of came into our district and said, we need to start changing some things with reading. At the time, I had no idea what she was talking about, but mm -hmm. I wanted uh, to trust others with our instruction because it was not a specialty of mine. Okay. Um, so through that process, uh, she started making some significant changes, um, and that's, that's kind of how it got started. Um, as time went on, I became a little bit more involved, mm -hmm. um, and then we started working with a literacy specialist out of a nearby district named Blythe Wood, and she, mm -hmm. uh, was, she had uh, specific knowledge and was also running a dyslexia center in Columbus. Uh, so just starting to build knowledge through that, and I sat through one of her trainings, and, it, and that is where my aha moment Came. Oh, it's amazing you said that because I said, what was your aha moment? That was my next question. Yeah, so yeah. my assistant superintendent told me I had to attend a training, which I was like, <laughs> why? Forced uh, into it. Right, you know, so it's an, it was an administrator training um, on structured literacy. That right. really high level, you know, from what I remember. Uh, but we were there all day, and I remember about partway through the day, they gave me a research article, and I, mm -hmm. I like research articles, so I read it. And my aha moment was uh, a piece in the article that said uh, it does not make sense for for it does not make sense to teach students how to read by pointing to a picture mm -hmm. and helping them guess words yes. uh, through yeah. association of pictures because yeah. that doesn't help them learn to read the word. Yes. And then it talked about how to help them decode the word and explicit mm -hmm. instruction. And I was like, this makes perfect sense. Yeah. And so from there, I just... I, I understood what we were doing. In the, I, I'm, I'm very good at trusting people and delegating, you know, mm -hmm. but at this point in time, they wanted me to be a little bit more involved, so I felt like I was a little, little tricked. Yeah. Uh, Blythe <laughs> would tell you that she'd never had a superintendent in her training before, which I had oh. no idea. Uh, okay. I just thought that was something that I needed to do. Yeah. Uh, f so from there, I understood it a little bit. Great. But I still didn't have the level of involvement that I have now. That kind of came later. So, so then did you then start to educate yourself more on um, what dyslexia is and and um, and I, I'm sure you've made you have a great impact on curriculum as well um, I would imagine with this knowledge well I did a little um, and then we got to a point where um, they asked me if I would be willing to be nominated to be on the dyslexia committee for the yeah. state of Ohio now um, I 
I work uh, through my superintendent's association on legislative policy. I'm just on a policy committee, so mm -hmm. I get regular briefings, and I learned early on about the dyslexia legislation. Mm -hmm. I was skeptical of it um, because, again, you know, from an from a administrative standpoint, we want to be able to do everything that we're required to do well, and mm -hmm. oftentimes legislation comes at us fast mm -hmm. and unfunded. So um, I was skeptical from that standpoint, but at the same time I had uh, – Kelly and Blythe in my district telling me, you know, here's the good of that mm -hmm. legislation and here's what can come of it. Excellent. So the legislation happens mm -hmm. and part of the legislation specifically forms the Ohio Dyslexia Committee. And they told me they were going to nominate me to be the superintendent representative. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, how is this happening to me? <laughs> well, yeah. And I said, uh, just so you know, my association typically nominates people for that and I will not be one of those. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, you can, but mm -hmm. I don't know how this will work. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, through a several-month process, I was selected okay. for that position. And right. so from there is when I really got uh, pretty involved. So why do you think you were selected? I mean, what made you stand out um, amongst all the other people who were nominated? I mean, the work that the folks in our district had done. Yeah. By that time, we were a comprehensive school literacy grant mm -hmm. uh, school. We had hired Blythe uh, to come to our district and be our literacy coordinator. Mm -hmm. You know, So then we had Kelly Holbrook, our assistant superintendent, Blythe Wood, our literacy coordinator. And um, we were several years into, we'd already transitioned uh, to structured literacy in K-3 um, through you know, some supplemental curriculum. Uh, it, not everything happened all at once, mm -hmm. um, but we did make some, some tier one changes without foundational curriculum changes. Mm -hmm. uh, through the grant, we began to work through uh, replacing the foundational curriculum, mm -hmm. and the whole time we were training teachers. We had right. numerous teachers trained, mm -hmm. um, 30 hours in OG. So all right. uh, that was super positive. We had momentum going, and Excellent. through that, I think uh, it was compelling to uh, the state superintendent at the time to nominate me because of the place our district was mm -hmm. at. I love that you're acknowledging your team, you know, um, because it is a, absolutely a team. Um, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that it sounds like you have a great, a great group there that all has the same goal in mind, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, they're super supportive of me. So I still don't have specific knowledge uh, like a, uh, you know, like a reading specialist would have or a trained trainer. Mm -hmm. I understand mm -hmm. policy. And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. through the time on the dyslexia committee, I've been able to meet and work with the 11 folks on there. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal, you know, super talented, mm -hmm. hard workers and dedicated to their field. Mm -hmm. Same as the folks that I work with. But I, I come at it from a high level. So mm -hmm. I probably understand reading instruction more than I ever thought I would. Mm -hmm. but um, it's not it's not my work right you know I get to I, I feel guilty all the time because I get the accolades right you know but you're but you're you're acknowledging which is absolutely yeah, yeah. for sure so so did you always want to be in education like when you went to college was that your goal to be in education yeah I started uh, as a I was a health education physical education major and I came out teaching health education exercise physiology okay I always wanted to be a teacher always wanted to be an administrator so yeah I was you I knew. was dedicated to that. All right. Yeah. All right. So how big is your school district? Uh, we have about 1,720 students. Okay. All right. K through 12? or K 12. Yep. Yeah. And, and it, that's, that's also that size lends itself for me to be this involved. Yes, exactly. So have you been able to train all of your elementary 
teachers, middle school teachers. Um, yeah, our I would say we're completely trained K to five. Great. And Great. then uh, we have middle. Uh, several middle school teachers trained, all intervention specialists trained. Mm -hmm. um, we have 15 teachers currently pursuing certification. Awesome. You know? So yes, talking yes. a huge level of dedication, we already have six that are certified in addition to that. That's very important. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. Well, great. I'm so glad. Is there anything that you would like to say that um, can can inspire others to to pursue this or to to learn more about um, learning differences? Yeah, I, I think from my perspective, it's just, it's so key for building leaders and district leaders to to have a level of training themselves mm -hmm. and to understand what's going on. It's impossible for somebody to be in a number two position or mm. a teaching position or a coordinator position and lead change without the support of your, mm. your leaders. You know, so I think that is key. I also think uh, states should look to Ohio for the speed of which Ohio has mm. not only uh, passed dyslexia leg legislation and, and moved in that area, but then also kind of lined up with tier one mm. change as yeah, well. Yeah, I love that. I love that you're pulling in that tier one. I mean, that's where, if you can catch them, catch them there, you know. That was, that was kind of an unexpected blessing, especially yeah. since uh, the state put funding with that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to come and talk with us. Sure. It's been a Thanks pleasure. for having me. All right. Yeah, so I thought that was, that was interesting because we got a perspective from a different, a different angle, mm -hmm. right? Um, and, and he, he did do a lot of acknowledging of, of his team, which I, I thought was really important. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I, I think the biggest takeaway from this one is the importance of administration yeah. being, you know, trained. Involved. Yes. So, I involved. mean, he didn't even really realize any of this and it, then he was reading the research mm -hmm. once he was locked into that, mm -hmm. then it's a trickle down. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And um, and then he was talking about using it in tier one. Yes. And that's what we've always said is being yes. proactive. Exactly. Instead of reactive. Mm-hmm. Right. He, I mean, I did do a little reading about, because um, he mentioned that Ohio was, was pretty quick in its um, moving through its legislation. And, mm -hmm. um and so I, I did, I looked at it a little bit, but, um, and, and it is true that they really, they moved through it and are doing, doing everything the right way. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really is, it's, it's going really well. And he's talked about, he even talked about cert, all, all those teachers be going through certification, which right. is really great. Um, one thing I did as I was reading, um, I came across an article from, uh, about a mother or a family in Ohio who has children with dyslexia and back in the 90s um, could not get help for their kids. Really? Could not. And yeah. and they were using, you know, the queuing system oh, in their yeah. district. and and whole language. Yeah, whole, yeah. Yep. And they, the kids were not able to read and it was frustrating. And I, I want to acknowledge, you know, these parents who really are at the grassroots of, of a lot of, legislation changes. Yeah. I mean, their parents are the ones who are coming forward and saying, something has to change. Mm -hmm. You're not educating my kids. Right. And um, they are often the ones who who push through legislation. Create change. Create the change. Mm -hmm. And so we, we often look at, you know, 
school districts and and um, and legislation and say how wonderful this change is. But where did it really yeah. start? Yeah, you know, it starts with parents who are so dedicated mm-hmm. to getting help for their kids. So, um, so that that was I, I read an, a whole, the whole article and it was just so inspiring. Mm-hmm. So. If you're a parent listening and you're not and you're not getting results, or you or you you're sitting there quietly wondering why can't my child read, speak up. There's a lot of people out there that would love to hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, and 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 your voice is heard clearly because now we have lots of legislation mm-hmm. going on. So yeah. Anyway, so that was that was that was I think good a good perspective. Yeah. On the IDA. Yeah, a good message to send. Definitely a positive one. Yeah. 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 That's great. Mm-hmm. So, what do we do now, Katie? I don't know. Before we go, yeah. we have a major announcement. <gasps> oh, I can't wait. It's our student of the Ooh. month for December 2023. So, we are thrilled to honor. Dremel. Yeah. Who is it? Colum Hufflin Ooh. from our Learning Center in Brighton, Michigan. So Colin was referred to BrainSpring by his neuropsychologist following a diagnosis of dyslexia. When he started tutoring at BrainSpring as a third grader, Colin struggled with sound-symbol relationships, which made it difficult for him to read and spell simple consonant-vowel-consonant words. He started working with BrainSpring tutor Amy in layer one of our Phonics First curriculum. Colin attended tutoring diligently twice a week, and through his hard work and dedication, recently completed the Phonics First curriculum. Good job, Colm. Having passed the final layer, layer four, with flying colors. <laughs> nice Good job. job. Good job, Colm. So, without further ado, congratulations, Colm. You are our student of the month. You're the student of the month. Yes, you're the student of the month. Oh, yeah, we think you're awesome. You're the student of the month. Congratulations. Woo! Woo! I I had to do the woo at the end. I know I was probably... And we, uh, you know, we love that song so much. We have to to always say thank you, Brendan, for writing that wonderful jingle. Brendan, it makes me dance it's every single time. So I get good. jazz hands. Yeah, you should see I'm us. Kind of glad they can't see us. I I think it would be better. <laughs> <laughs> it would make more sense. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So it was good chatting with you. Yeah, you too. So we do have a couple more of these IDA conversations. Um that we're going to finish up the series next time. Um, so we've two more, I think. Um, then we'll move on to a different series. Yep. So yeah. that's that's it for voices from the IDA for this for episode. this for this episode. Yeah. Have a great week. You too. See. Hopefully the baby comes. Mm, yeah. I mean it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I will let you know. Okay. Okay. Right. Yay. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Orton Gillingham podcast, a Brainspring production. For additional content, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on social media, or visit our website at brainspring.com. To submit questions or comments, please email us at podcast at brainspring.com. Your feedback is always welcome.